when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome along to a brand new episode of Atletico Parsnips with me, Andrew Dawson. I trust that your contentment levels are peaking and that the sight of autumn leaves is bringing you much aesthetic pleasure. Imagine yourself in a stately home, taking part in an overnight fundraising ghost hunt for a local charity. Along with some friends, you're guided through the halls and large rooms with just a flickering candle to see your path ahead. Suddenly, you are startled to within an inch of your life as a goblin-esque figure jumps out at you from behind a grandfather clock. It's wearing a leather flying helmet and a pair of thermal long johns and pleads, Can you let us a quid so I can get some scampy fries from the corner shop? I've brought me own custard, but I've got no dip in it. It is, of course, my co-host, Mr. Bob Mortimer. Oh, Mr. Nightmare, uh, with your last three wisps of hair. Uh, oh, Mr. Scampy Man, oh, 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 oh. with your stinking fish hand. Hello, good morning, Robert. <laughs> there we are. I are there. What were what were them chips that the bloke was talking about? Scampy, scampy chips. fries, bag of scampy fries. Oh, scampy fries! What are they? You know, scampy fries before they're like they're like snacks, like crispy snacks. That's oh, in a bag of fish. Yeah, yeah. To di- you know, oh. to dip in your custard. Obviously. <laughs> oh, I love custard. I mean, I mean, it doesn't. It's not often available these days. You know, like, uh, do you want a dessert? I'll have a look at them. Mm-hmm. All I'm really looking for Just is to so see if they've got anything with custard. Anything and with they custard. don't. No, they rarely do. They rarely do. Um, I mean, you're probably not allowed custard anymore. What with your health and everything? Is that right? Oh no, I mean, I I'm not that fanatical. You know, I take me statins. Mm-hmm. So if I, I statins keep your cholesterol down, so right. I see that as an excuse to eat more custard, more cholesterol. Do you know what I mean? Balance it out. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Can I just um, can I just see how far I can chuck this tin of page segments? Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> you hit. Shush. Right. What is it? Oh man! It that sounded like, like a greenhouse, Andrew. It's gone through the window. All right. <laughs> I was just meant to go down the hallway. Oh shit! I thought all your windows were covered in cardboard. You know, like a crack uh-huh, house. Uh-huh. Polythene. Polythene, yeah. nice. <laughs> that was a well-executed piece, wasn't it? I liked it very much. I mean, <laughs> there's, you can't beat a sound effect. You know what I mean? I remember you can beat it. Custard beats it. Custard beats I everything. I had a six-course. Six course meal in um, Devon the other day. Did you? Six. Oh. Went down was walking that, in Devon. Was was that six legitimate courses? You know, like one or two of the courses were just like maybe a, a slice of, I don't know, cheese or something. 
No, we got what well, we got like a a bonus one at the beginning. So mm. I could have said seven. Mm. Um, it's one of them taster menus, you know, at a posh place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best meal I ever had. There is. Uh, this is the truth. There is a taster menu available in Sunderland. And is it nice? Have you been? I haven't been. I don't go. It feels like too much. So what's it start off with a blue drink, yeah? With mm-hmm. a Malteser in it or something? Yeah, yeah, a blue then, drink. Then a dried Alsatian Todd. No, that wouldn't... That, that's cracker. not true. That's not true. The blue drink's true. <laughs> and then I suppose it would be four puddings, would it? Two two There's four puddings. Pro- oh, the blue drink's a starter, then you get a main, then you get four puddings in between, puddings. and then you get another another main, another seven puddings. <laughs> And you get know. chips with chips with your pudding. Chips with every course, yeah, on the side. Is it is, is it what it's like the Sunderland buffet? Like instead of you can go and refill your drink every time, you can go and refill <laughs> yeah. your chip plate. Uh, you can refill your can of gravy. From nice. The, the gravy, the gravy fountain. Imagine a gravy fountain, though. Fine oh. dining in Sunderland. Have you Jesus. been to a Toby uh, Carvery since COVID? Um, yes, once. I've got a local oh, that's one. Pri- I mean. I, it's it's brave, and I only say that because they're so well. Mine now use is so popular. It's probably mm-hmm. the most people intensive area I could go to. So I haven't I haven't yeah. dared do it yet. You haven't been. I think you've got to time your visit. I think if you can go, maybe it's at like half ten in the morning. Yeah. Or half nine at night. It might be quieter. What could be better than a carvery at half nine at night? Just <laughs> settling, just resting on your stomach just before bed. <laughs> I mean, the beer's always quite nice because they do shift a lot of it, don't they? You know what? I'm always driving. I never have the beer. Yeah. So if you but you about have, if you do an early morning one, do you drink before you go and let someone I get else drink before I go? Yeah. Yeah. Then got, I drive. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Drunk yeah, in a Toby. <laughs> That's heaven, isn't it? Hey. Drunk and confused. All right, Bob. Uh, I'm just out and about at the moment, you know. My mate Graham told me about uh, some fly tipping, so I've come to have a good old stare at it, you know. I'll tell you what, boss, a pretty good one. A couple of washing machines, a mattress, an old fly roll, some hardened bags of concrete, yeah, uh, various lengths of timber. Just looking now, I reckon the longest one, about seven foot, you know. Some plastic curtain rails. Microwave over there. Looks like 800 watt to me. Big tin of uh, ghee. That's the uh, Indian butter, Bob. <laughs> Kitchen cabinet there. Probably uh, IKEA, but it could be B&Q. You know, they all use the same basic shell and and the door's missing, so it's quite hard to tell. Some PVC piping ranges from about one inch uh, to about four inch diameter. So, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good stair, really. And I'm really glad I made the effort, you know, to come out and have a good stair at this. I've got two or three hours to, to pass, mate, because the wife's booting me out of the house again. Dog dirt. <laughs> I suppose I should probably tell you what, what happened, Bob. So, so uh, I, I got up uh, half an hour before the wife to prepare her eggs platini. 
that earth and ate egg omelette stuffed with three soft boilers, two pickled with a sprinkle of turmeric, you know, to help the swelling on, on the wife's legs like. Well, as I was just taking the platini into her TV room, there was a knock on the door, so I put the platini on the hall table and answered the door. I was lovely surprised. It was my old mate, Mark Lawrenson. All right, Mark. Long time no see. How is it hanging? Fine, thanking you, good sir. Just thought I'd pop by for a quick catch-up. What are you up to? Oh, well, me mate Graham has just texted me saying he spotted a, a good fly trip to have a stare at, so, you, you know, I'm pretty excited by that, mate. Peter! Peter, you clown shoe! Where are my fucking eggs, Platini? Yeah, yeah, sorry, love. I uh, just chatting to Mark. Uh, I won't be a minute. Well, why are you stood at the door, you fucking midnight creeper? Invite him in. I miss having a chat with a proper man. Uh, okay, love. I uh, will do. Come on in, Mark, and say hello to the wife. I'll get the uh, kettle on. Just been making some eggs platini for the wife, like. Oh, eggs platini. I love them. Could I have a three-egg-based one, please? Yeah, yeah no problem. What's the fucking ever? Hello, Mrs. B. How's it hanging? Oh, it's terrible, Mark. Living with him is so very, very fucking tiring. It's like caring for a chimp on Rizalyn. <laughs> Here, let me move these bandages so you can sit down with me on the fucking sofa. It's okay, Mrs. B. I prefer to stand. I've been sat in the Skoda for two hours, and although the seats claim to be orthopaedic, I find the rake adjustment lacking in fine-tuning. I wish I'd ticked the electrically adjustable option, but I'm just too tight. Oh, what a fascinating manly story. Peter never tells us how interesting. I do miss mental stimulation. Honestly, Mark, I could talk to you for hour upon fuck an hour. Uh, here we go, guys. Two egg potatoes, an eight egg for you, my love, and a three bears for you, Mark. Why don't you sit down on the sofa, Mark? I can move uh, the soiled bandages. Nah, I'm better off standing. I was just explaining that the manual adjustment system on the Skoda driving seat isn't particularly sensitive. You can never really hit the sweet spot that's perfect for comfort and hazard observation. Oh, wow. I wish I'd been in on that conversation. It sounds absolutely riveting. <laughs> yes, well, you did fucking miss out. So if there's nothing else you've got to fucking offer, then could you eat your platini outside and leave me and Mark on our fucking own, please? Ah, oh, yeah, no problem, love. Yeah, just give me a shout if you need a bottle or anything. Um, if it's okay, Mark, if I sit in your Skoda. Yes, of course. Fill your boots, Peter. So, Bob, I went outside to have a stare at Mark's car, you know. Uh, but to be honest, it was playing on my mind a bit, you know, that unsatisfactory adjustment spectrum on the driver's seat. So I got inside and had a sat on the seat, like. Uh, there was a decent amount of lumbar support and 
the seat cushion it was fine but comfortable yeah but there was no doubt in my mind that the angle of the seat back was far too acute you know for safe driving like so anyway the seat had a little lever on the side for adjustment so I gave it a pull and the hole of the back of the seat it went backwards sudden like uh, so I was more or less horizontal gave me quite a start and unfortunately my plate of platini uh, spilt all over the beige seats like you know well as you probably know Bob eggy turmeric is a bastard of a stain so I virtually shit myself and I ran into the house in a pretty dozy panic Mark Mark I've spilled eggy turmeric on your cartridge what am I to do Oh, jigging my sixpences. Get some Belinda wipes. Quickly, we need Belinda wipes. We haven't got any Belinda wipes. Starry boy's too tight to fork out on them. All we have is fucking bog roll. You Belinda wipes! What kind of a man are you? A tight ass. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. I was just trying to adjust the rake of your, your car seat, like, you know... Nobody, and I mean fucking nobody, fiddles about with my fucking Skoda. Get out of my way. All is not lost if I can get some Belinda wipes in time. Yes, your Mark ran out of the house and screeched away in his Skoda, you know, like he was in a film trailer or something. Once again, you have turned my life into a fucking shit pit. My first adult <laughs> company for weeks... And you stop it short with your creepy fucking antics. Get out of the house. Get out and don't come back until it's time for my eggs, Beck and Bauer. Yeah, so there you have it, you know. So I've got a couple more hours uh, to stare at this fly tip uh, before I go home. So uh, I suppose that's all, really, Bob. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a couple of jokes from me old joke book before I go, you know. No, you like them, Bob, though. A bloke rang the RSPCA. I've just found a dog and two puppies in a suitcase. And the RSPCA man says, that doesn't not sound good, are they moving? The man says, I'm not sure, but that would explain the suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, This is one I got from a bloke called... Adam at the Bear 977 sent me one. It says, Two cannibals were eating a clown. One says, Does this taste funny to you? Uh, tell me, Bob, uh, what is green with one wheel? Grass. I was lying about the wheel. So that. Uh, I'll see you then, Bob. See you next time. One oh. Peter Beasley. There's only one Peter Beasley. See you, Bob. Oh, that was nice of Peter, oh. wasn't it? Keep sending oh, it. I don't ask for him, you know, Andy. No, well, it's nice that he's got an outlet, I suppose. Um, that reminds me of the staring at the um, at, at the fly tipping. Me and yeah. my son were staring at a fire in a derelict building. Near the East End of Sunderland last weekend. That, that was good. 
nice stair that isn't it i think that, like the building's derelict i think it's been renovated but whoever's got it it was like open to the elements sort of thing you could see in through where the window had been and they had a fire in what looked like a courtyard so we just watched that for a bit he took a photograph of it i might get it off him and tweet it or something if anyone's That's- interested Sounds pretty exciting. So, did the fire catch on and destroy the building, or no, no, no? It was a, it was a contained fire. It was, yeah. um, you know, get you with contained fire. It sounds like you're a volunteer at Sunderland Fire Brigade or something. Maybe one day, who knows? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What's behind the door? Yes or no? Yes or no? What's behind the door? I don't know. I do not know. How could you? How could he know? He doesn't know. Uh, we haven't played this for a while. Uh, I want you to imagine you're looking through a door and there's three things for you to consider going in and having a closer look at. Uh, just let me know. Yes or no? All right. If you want to see them or not. Number one is a local lad. <laughs> uh, can I have a backup question? Uh, one question, yeah. Is he wearing um, football shorts? No. I don't want to see him. I'm All frustrated, right. but enough. I don't want to see him. I'm sorry. Could have gone either way. Uh, second thing is 91%. Do you want to go on and have a look? No, thank you. All right, fair enough. And uh, Ackerbilk is the third thing, but it's the 12th of July, 1972. And he is, of course, shit Yeah, I'll go and see Acker, yeah. See how he's getting on. <laughs> you, were, you were back in 1972. Like a bit of time travel option. I wonder if he's wet himself. Well, I'll find out if I go in. You'll find, I? He, he prob- he, well, it's it's 1972. I reckon he was probably a bit more robust back then yeah, in yeah. terms of his drinking, so he probably wouldn't have wet himself. But that date is the date of my birth, so that adds a, added free son to that, oh, I think. Right. So you're about 48 or something like that? I'm 50 next year. 50 next year. Mm-hmm. The 50s for a fella, you know, heart attack decade. Get your heart checked, everyone out there. Thanks for that. I'm yeah, just saying. do. You know, it's easy enough to do. Would you like a quiz, Andy? I'd love a quiz. It's um, a focused upon one particular item, an item I know you're very fond of. So here goes. It's called Boing Pop Socks Peanuts. <laughs> Doing Thwack Socks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pop Yelp Socks. Give, Give me just, me just a, a little more, more time. Time. time, time. time. So I've been looking 
for the cheapest mm. socks. Cotton socks, though, Andrew. I'm yeah. just saying, a sock that you'd yeah. wear, yeah? Mm-hmm. I've been looking for the cheapest sock. I've located three contenders, but you, mm-hmm. I want you to put them in price order. Mm-hmm. Um, you can choose from Asda, seven-pack cotton with a festive emblem. Mm. Right. Sock shop, five-pair mm-hmm. plain cotton sock. Mm-hmm. Sports Direct, 10-pack Donne white sports socks. Which is the right. most expensive, okay. which so is the five, I think five from Sock Shop's going to be the most expensive because you're basically paying for the, you know, you're paying for the brand name there, aren't you? And the, the cashier of uh, wearing a Sock Shop sock. Uh, so that's the most expensive. I have no doubt about that. That leaves the seven-pack... <laughs> Uh, leaves the seven pack now the festive emblem i think there's a premium to pay for the fest i i, I guess it's a christmas emblem yep santa claus's christmas tree such like seven pack versus ten pack of fucking hell i'm gonna go sock shop as the sports direct from expensive down to cheapest most expensive as the Wow. Seven quid. Right. Quid as pair, yeah? Mm-hmm. Second most expensive, um, Sports Direct. What? Six, six quid. Oh, well, having said that, I've just thought of something. A 10-pack, that makes them only 60 pence each, doesn't it? Yeah, 30 pence a sock. Ah, right. So that still makes Asda the most expensive. Least expensive, Andrew, after all your, like, fluster... Blather. Blather. Sock yeah. shop, the five pair, two ninety nine. Bugger me. I know, I it's extraordinary, isn't it? I don't think sock, sock sh- shops may be quite what it used to be. So, yeah, maybe sock shops being bought out by, I don't know, Mike Ashley or someone like that. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I was confident and I failed miserably yet again. So thanks for that. <laughs> All right, some unidents that have been sent in for adjudication, Andrew. Yes, yes. Um, I've got one here from Nick Purbrick. Yeah. Uh, He says, I was walking the dog the other day when a man around 10 years older than me walked past with the same make of dog as my one, again, around 10 years older. He had the same cap slash T-shirt slash shorts combo on as me. Is this a unident or have I just knackered space and time? So you've got... A look-alike plus dog plus 10 years. If it's true, Andy, it's a unident, isn't it? Let's face it. If it's it. true, it's a unident. Yeah, I'm giving it. Yeah. I mean, do we just have to say we'll assume they're true? We'll, we'll believe the integrity of our... I'm going to assume they're all true. It, th- there's one or two that come through where I just think they're not true. I generally filter them out and I don't present them to you. Okay. So, um, hard cheese if you've, if you've done that. Here's one from um, Andrew Close. Um, mm. My wife was feeding our baby and wanted the Sky Channel changed but couldn't reach the remote, which was jammed between the sofa cushions. I had to pull the remote quite hard to get it out, and in doing so, the remote flew into the air. I caught it and must have pressed some buttons in the process. This resulted in the channel changing to the correct channel my wife wanted to watch. It wasn't the next channel up or down. Uh, um, from what we were already on, and it wasn't the previous channel that had been watched. Unident. Wow. 
again. Yeah. Yeah. Solid Completely. gold, isn't it? Absolutely. You know what? I've got one. I don't know if I've mentioned this one before. I might have done. Let's go back, if we can, to I think about 2006. Yeah. Um, and the house that I was living in at the time. And um, a UPVC front door, standard. At some point in the day, the lock malfunctioned. Right. So the handle wouldn't lift up and the lock wouldn't lock on the door. So we were insecure. Gotcha. In the front door area. Later that same day, very same thing happened on the back door. The lock wouldn't work. We were insecure front and back. The same fault on two separate doors on the same day. Unident. Hmm. Oh, you've got to give it. Coincidence? No. You know, Come these- on. How often, how often does a UPVC lock door malfunction well let's put let's have a look at it andrew they were probably purchased at a similar time they'll have been fitted on the same day i think yeah they won't have been pre-programmed to both knack on the same day will they yeah but they will have a limited there will be a point at which they will knacker yeah but not the same freaking day some might say it would be more unusual if one of them give us it no i'm not going to give it because your attitude (laughs) hey listen up though i saw a question from one of our uh, listeners um chris phillips Right. Which I thought was a fabulous question. Well, it's we're going to do questions this. later, but whatever. I'm just saying it really struck me, though. Which farm animals do you think about the least on a daily basis? I thought it was a nice question. Um, oh, which farm animal do you think about I don't think about least? horses much. Um, does a turkey count as a farm animal? I suppose so, yeah. Oh, well, turkey then, I think. Yeah, I'll go for um, horse. I think it's because you don't eat them, so they don't, mm. you know, they don't feel yeah, that much part yeah. of my life. Would you like to play a little game that I have devised? It's called East or West. Ooh, that sounds tricky. I'll give it a go, though. Okay, thank you, Bob. Welcome along to East or West. Uh, my guest, of course, is Mr. Bob Mortimer. Bob. Thank you for having me, by the way. You're welcome. Thanks for coming along. Um, Here we go, Bob. Um, Are you ready? What's the prize? Can I just ask? A million quid? Something like that? Yeah, million quid, yeah. Million quid. Million pounds on the line. Million pound, east or west. Here we go. Uh, Bob. East or west? I think I've got it. I think I've got it. What do you think? Do I just give my answer now? Just give me your answer. Are you sure about it? Um, as sure as I'm ever going to be. I'm going to go with me gut. Go for it, yeah. What's your answer? East. You've gone east. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll give you the opportunity to change your answer if you want to, but you've only got five seconds to change it if you want to. West. You've changed it. You've gone west. I've gone west, yeah. Is that your final answer? Is that yeah, you final? made me do that. Is that your final answer? West. Final answer, west. Yeah. He's gone for west. Bob. 
it was East. Oh, it fuck. was East. It One was million quid. I knew I should have just gone with my gut. It was the Squeeze album, East Side Story, from 1981. And West was the uh, serial killer, Fred West. Right. Let's go through some questions now, shall we? Okay. From the Parsnippers. Um, Katie Mine Valgnis right. asks, what time do you go to bed? That's a nice question. I go to bed at 10, Andy. Do you? Do you go to sleep at 10, though? No, I go to bed at 10 and then I watch um, maybe a couple, but probably just one um, Real Housewives or Below Deck Mediterranean at the moment. Below Deck Mediterranean? What's that about cruise ships? Yeah, good. Is it? I'm I'm keen to get into the Real Housewives scene, but I don't know where to begin. Um, what do, do you like? Um, I mean, most people would. I mean, you probably should start with you start with New York City, right? Okay. Um, was that the first one? Was it? I think New York was the first. Or it might have been Beverly Hills. I mean, I'm loving Potomac at the moment, right? Um, but I think the general advice would be to start with New York City. I feel as though there's too many. It's too late to get into it, but... No, it's not. It's not. It's like, um, do you know those moments in your life where you think, well, do you know what? I'm just going to watch some telly. Yeah. And you flick around. Yeah. If you're into the Real Housewives, just stick you've got on. like a year's worth to fill that, you know, those moments. <laughs> so just check out, of, check out of real life for a year and just, and just go through the whole lot, you think? There are worse things to do. Do you think <clears throat> wasps are getting less violent, asks Sam Jennings. I think there might be a bit of truth in that. I selected that question because, yes, I do believe they are. I've had no bother at all with wasps this year. and that, that Nothing. In, that included a holiday in Scotland where there was a wasp's nest in the wall of the cottage we were staying in, they, uh, and they just went about their business. They didn't bother us. Yeah. Didn't come down to try and steal me beer or sugary drinks or anything like that. They were just like, fine, lads, you know, we're just going to do what we do. We'll leave you alone. You know, we're up, we're up here. You're down there. Let's live in harmony. That was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I was fishing right next to um, a wasp nest, and the same thing didn't bother mm-hmm. me. We just both lived our separate lives. The, um, I suppose it's a bit like your Millwall fans mm. and your West Ham fans aren't quite as dangerous these days, you know. I think wasps have just realised they've been getting a, bit, a lot of bad publicity over the years, and they're trying to rebrand, if you like. Or maybe they've got Sachi in or something, you know, the head wasp. They'll have, they'll have done that. They'll have got company. some kind of, yeah, insect consultancy firm in to try and reposition them in the... Uh, in and the, his advice was stop biting people. Stop biting people on the face <laughs> and tongue, yeah. Uh, here's one from Josh Swindles. Uh, My boiler stopped working and appeared completely knackered. However, with the aid of a handy YouTube tutorial, I managed to fix it simply by restoring pressure with a quick twist of the boiler's two knobs. Does this make me a qualified gas engineer? My wife says it doesn't. And am I entitled to some sort of medal stroke prize? My wife says I'm not. Um, well, I like I like the sound of Josh, Josh mm-hmm. uh, because he's right. What he did, you know, what he did was, it's excellent when you can mend a boiler. Yeah. It's just, I, it doesn't make him a qualified gas engineer. No. But if it was me, I would certainly say he is a gas engineer. Right. Um, and absolutely entitled to a medal or a prize. I would insist on one. I think you've been incredibly generous to just that. All, all he's done is just increase the pressure into the of the water flow into the boiler. Um, which yeah, I, and I, if I, he hadn't done that, they'd have had to have called in a well, gas engineer and paid 150 he's, he's, quid or something. He's gone to YouTube, which is obviously where you go first before you get a qualified engineer in. I don't think he's a gas engineer because he didn't do anything with any gas. He just increased <laughs> the water 
flow into the boiler. Um, okay. Nah, sorry. You've been generous with him. Um, um, Helen Gillibrand says, why won't Bob let Andy do more of his character who has Banana Raman living in his house? Mm. I love hearing his over-the-top Sunderland accents just as much as Mr. Sting from the Massive House. I like to stay at Massive House. <laughs> the, um, Andy, firstly, Helen, I haven't stopped Andy um, doing his character. That's It's just, it's it's actually a very haunting, um, sickening character. And I just find it a little bit too real, you know. I feel sorry for people who have to listen to it. It's a brilliant character, but... It's difficult. You were, you were so relentlessly negative about it that I felt like I felt bullied almost into not doing it anymore. Do but, a bit of it, Andy. I might bring him back because Banana Rama's moved out now. I haven't got Banana Rama living with us anymore. I'm living with Pingo now from a telly. <laughs> I might bring him back, I don't know. I might do. Well, it's nice that he isn't trapping um, females, Andy. Maybe that was the key to it. It might have been. Yeah. It might have been. If we're going to remove that element, there might be a future for him. Um, Thomas Fryer says, Bob, what's the cheapest meat you would put in a Sunday roast from a very poor student? I, I suppose um, I... Well, Sunday roast. The, the very cheapest meat you would put in a Sunday roast. I suppose he means would, that you'd have as a, Which a Sunday roast. Which you actually roast, yeah. yeah. I suppose... Um, that you know that lamb thing is it a hock or something? Yeah. What do they call it? That I don't thing. Know. I you know, know that it's like, I think it's a lamb's foot or something. <laughs> <laughs> a lamb's neck. I'd have a pig's trotter, I suppose. I would. I, could you not include like maybe some pan-fried corned beef of a tin? I know but that's I'm not, not a roast, is it? But it's not a roast, is it? Because I mean, the cheapest acceptable meat is like Paul and I on the fishing show. I don't mean to be doing an advert here, but are you familiar with boiling the bag beef, Andy? From yeah. the past, do you remember it? Yeah. Well, it's it's quite hard to get now the bird's eye one, but Iceland do one. Right. Right. Beef, sliced beef and gravy. Mm-hmm. It's twenty nine pence. Fuck me, that's incredible. And. It was delicious. I used to enjoy getting, I love a, a hot beef sandwich from like a van. Yeah, nice. A van or a hatch. Yeah. And that's as close as you get to recreating that in your own home, getting the bird's eye so, frozen beef. It's, it's gravy in the bag, isn't there, as well? Yeah, that's getting hard to get, though. But Is it? the Iceland do one. Microwave it in, I think it was six minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did it with um, instant mash and tin peas. Yeah. It was a love, and it, honestly, it was a lovely meal. So that's my answer. I think that might come back. What Now that we're allowed to pump shit into the rivers again, I think food <laughs> like that might come back. I think there's been regulations stopping us from having it. I reckon it's on its way back. Do you want anything else, Andrew, or are you done? I reckon we're done now, yeah. All right, then. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for uh, indulging us as ever, Parsnippers. And we'll be back soon with more of this, um, whatever it is. Yeah, bye. Thank you, Parsnippers. See you next time. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.